All right, we're going to take a little break in the action for Ellen. I have given her 10 character points that she has decided to use some to increase her character. So we'll have Ellen go over what she increased it, what it started at, and what it is now. All right. Um, I took the 10 character points and added them to the 9 I still had on my character sheet. So I had 19 total character points. I am down a force point, but in order to earn that back, I have to do that in role play. So um, the first skill that I upped was lightsaber combat, which started at a a 3D. I spent three points and raised it by one pip. So now it is a 3D plus one. I also raised my dodge skill, which started at a 2D plus two. I spent two points because you spend the number of character points equal to the number before the D. Before you raise it, yep. Uh, so now my dodge is 3D because every three pips equals one die. Um, I know that's confusing, but that is what it is. I also raised my sneak skill. Um, it started at a 3D plus one. Now it is 3D plus two, having spent three points. So I've spent a total of eight points. So now on my character sheet, I have 11 unspent character points that I can use in whatever, in roles during the game. Um, and one force point. All right. So back to the action. You see that Remy kind of stands next to you. He has just put away the macro binoculars that you had borrowed, kind of looking at you a little oddly as you took a moment to meditate and see beyond your normal sight with the force. I do have sight beyond sight. In Star Wars called Farseen. So, you are standing on the balcony and you are looking towards your destination. Towards what has been lovingly recalled by your brother and his swoop gang, the Dragon's Nest. What are you going to do now as Remy kind of looks to you for direction? All right, so how um, how far is the Dragon's Nest from where we are? Like, is it, if I recall, you said it was like hours if we walked it. You have been moving for a little bit. You did take the Galaxy Cab to the balcony that you are standing on. If you could fly there... It'd only be probably 20 minutes. Walking, however, will maybe take about an hour or so, depending on how you can get there. You'll have to move through this megastructure, take some catwalks, some thoroughfares, past another megastructure to get to the one that inhabits, is inhabited by the eagles or the dragon's nest. Alright, so can I split the difference? Can we call like a cab to drop us at a closer 
point and then you can call a galaxy cab to drop you wherever you want why don't we do that we'll split the difference okay we'll say that it doesn't take very long for the galaxy cab that you had previously used to come back it lands on the balcony with its very kind of puffing poof, 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 repulsors as the door opens back up and you see the droid cabbie in the front with its tilted metal cap kind of dented. You notice now that it appears to be smoking as if it had a death stick in its mouth or it's just malfunctioning slightly. It is uh, quite an old cab, so you're not exactly sure how safe it is, but it is cheap. So it opens up. Hello, pedestrians. Where can I take you this time? We would just. We would very simply like to. Is there another observation deck just on the other side of this superstructure here? Are you asking the cabbie? Yes. Okay. You kind of look at the cabbie. He kind of, his eyes kind of flicker a little bit and says, Yes, there is an observation deck, but it is currently uninhabited by any sentience. I do not suggest it as a venue to explore. Well... Can you drop a, is there a walkway that goes from this superstructure to the one beyond that you can drop us at? I can drop you wherever you wish. (laughs) Why don't you drop us at the walkway then? Please, buckle up. And Remy kind of looks at you, looks at the cab. Well, I wanted adventure. And he kind of gets in, buckles himself up. The cab starts to ascend off of its repulsors, and in only a matter of minutes, you are where you wish to be. You are going to the megastructure that inhabits the dragon's nest, correct? Going to the walkway, okay. You described we were on megastructure A. There's megastructure B, and then make a structure C okay, where the dragon's nest is. so you want to is. be on the one that still is... I want to be here. On one of the walkways between B and C. Okay. Alright, so the cab kind of lands on another balcony. Uh, very, very disrepaired. No lights, really. Uh, power appears to be off. He... The cab head kind of turns around and says, Are you sure you wish to be dropped off here? This will be fine. Of course. Please drop five credits into the galaxy cab slot. I will drop five credits into the galaxy cab slot. Thank you and have a good day. And the door kind of shush open. Remy gets out, kind of checks his uh, blaster holster, kind of looks around as he waits for your lead well i will step out of the cab gingerly it's nothing worse than having your foot go through rusty metal right before you have to sneak somewhere um i am going to use this force that i have 
and I will be putting up Danger Sense. All right, Danger Sense. Go ahead, and you need to roll me a Sense difficulty, and it appears that it is moderate, so I'm going to say the difficulty for this roll is an 11. So Ellen's rolling her dice with a wild die. 16. All right, so you take a moment and expand your senses out. You kind of get a a not deadening feeling, but with Remy being the only one kind of around you, the the force blankets you, buffets you from the danger as you kind of sense everything around you, but really it's just kind of a almost a blackness as you are alone at this moment. Oh that's one that I can maintain and kind of keep in the background. Yep. All right. So that is what I'm going to do. All um, right. So Morgan is using the force to maintain a danger sense around her. And I'm going to, as gingerly as possible, try to um, not announce our arrival, but I want to walk across the walkway to the final superstructure. Okay. As you start to walk across, um, you do kind of notice those some of those rust spots. There are some holes in the thoroughfare. This, if it was the real world, uh, you see that this is probably kind of like a two-lane road in size. Um, it's a metal walkway. There is slight railings on either side, but there are some kind of rusted out holes as you easily step around them. Uh, it takes you only a few minutes to walk from one megastructure to the next and you see kind of a large double doors that is large enough for some kind of repulsor vehicle to move through. Uh, it is open but as you kind of sense inside the force is not giving you any indication of danger but it is black. The power does not appear to be working on this level. All right. Um, you see Remy kind of pulling out uh, from his uh, vest a glow rod. I, Unless you want to use your laser sword. Flashing the laser sword around tends to draw people who want to challenge, you know, the lady with the laser sword. All right, then. Um, glow rod it is. Okay, he flicks it on, and everything's kind of bathed in this white light as you see that it is a much larger area. Uh, there are some old gardens, some trees, as a kind of aesthetic as you head into just this area of the megastructure but it appears to be overgrown or dead you in the periphery of the glow rod see little rodents skittering about as you head kind of deeper in now these megastructures are huge 
you're aware that towards the center of the megastructure, there's probably some kind of elevator system that is large enough that your brother and his gang probably use to get up and down with their swoops in a group. However, there is also smaller shafts for commercial use, for, for personal use, for people to get between levels of the megastructures. All right. Um, I head toward the center then. Um, okay. This being part of a thoroughfare, this level is probably kind of shops, um, mm -hmm. tourist areas, places for convenience stores and the like, some restaurants. But once again, not really a living soul besides the refuse and the, the rodents that are moving about. As you walk through the catacombs of this megastructure, Remy kind of almost whistles slowly to himself as he's kind of looking at the immensity. He says, uh, where I'm from, we didn't have buildings this large. I've only been to Curacao once, and he's just kind of looking around, kind of taking it in, almost in awe a little bit as he's walking. Well, this, this specific building is where I grew up. As you guys kind of move and get swallowed by the darkness around you, you get to a central hub. You see that the doors are closed as you know that this is the central shaft of the megastructure. This is where large container vehicles move up and down, where multiple vehicles, civilian can move up and down as groups and however once again no power no power and the doors appear to be shut i will uh gesture to remy to um, shine the light near the control pad okay um, he kind of moves and is looking around a little bit sees a control pad there is a kind of an access door next to the larger doors and that would lead to basically catwalks to walk up the I want to try this one thing before we go climb a ladder all the way up basically alright um, I do have some mechanical and technical knowledge I am going to tr attempt to basically hotwire the lift all right, what power source are you going to use? You know, I hadn't thought that far ahead. Um, As you are kind of looking at it, and Remy once again uh, referencing the lightsaber says, uh, if you don't want to use the lightsaber, I got this. And he takes out a spare power cell. Well, that will hopefully get us something. So I'll, I'll grab the power cell from him. Alright, so if you want to try to power the lift, or at least a... Now, you won't be able to power the whole structure, the whole lift floor, but you could power like a personal elevator. Then go ahead and make me just actually a technical roll. Okay. 
I have 4D and technical. Morgan is quite good at the technical. I'm a computer genius. All right, so this is pretty old technology. Um, it's an elevator, so I'm going to say it's not very hard. Um, however, it is kind of decaying. So I'm going to make the difficulty of six, but I'm going to add a D6 to that. I rolled a five, so the difficulty is going to be 11. I rolled a 13. All right, so it takes Morgan a little bit to kind of figure out how to attach the power cell. She takes some leads off of the turbo shaft, puts them in kind of jury rigs, hot wires, and there's a few sparks as the turbo shaft starts to pump to life. As you can see that the turbo shaft was not there and you can feel one, or sorry, you can hear one coming closer. As a few moments go by, the shaft door opens and it's good to go. Alright, um, I'll lead the way All right. <laughs> into the car or into the lift um, and program it to go to the upper level. All right. Remy kind of follows you in. And actually at this point, as the doors close, he kind of unholsters, untaps the restraint on his holster and kind of slowly just pulls out his blaster and just kind of holds it at his side as he's still holding the glow rod. I will um, gesture towards him to... I don't know why I'm being so quiet right now, but Remy, why don't you take that side and I go against like the other side of the door so that when it opens, it's not necessarily the two of us standing just right there in the open, just in case. He nods and moves back to kind of conceal himself. Once again, the force is not giving you any impression of danger. A slight sense of foreboding, but no danger. All right. Um, okay. So the turbo shaft goes up a number of stories. You can't count exactly how many. The, the lights on the turbo shaft, even though it is working, kind of flicker on and off as it goes. There's a slight slowdown, a speed up as you are wondering how long the power cell is going to hold out. The turbo shaft gets to the top to hangar 1138 opens up as darkness you see from the glow rod as he kind of as Remy kind of turns around the corner slightly basically pointing the blaster where the glow rod is shining its light a large hallway appears to be kind of a access area Almost if it's, as if it's kind of a mall, kind of the access tunnels behind the actual shops. As he kind of moves slowly into the hallway. I will... Um, no, I, I'll keep Danger Sense up and I just realized that I need to be rolling at 1D down. Yep. We'll let it go for now, but it's a good thing you remembered. Um, I will light on my feet behind Remy, okay. have my head on a swivel, and pay attention. Um, I'll 
sort of direct him from behind silently as much as possible to where I want to be, which is in the hangar proper. Okay. So the main area, the kind of the central hub of these hangars, these kind of honeycomb of hangar bays, is a truck stop, so to speak. There are places to eat, small little entertainment areas, some places to gamble. But once again, this megastructure is dead of life. So as you are kind of moving through, you see tables with food on them that has not been eaten for quite some time. So it appears that there was habitation here, but either they had to leave quickly or they left their food for some reason. You see that some of these stores have been kind of turned into makeshift rooms. And, and when you were growing up, that was what had been done. A lot of these places that were the central area of this hangover were kind of turned over for a living area for the dragons. But you notice that something happened here and something happened quickly. As you move through, you see Remy basically kind of turning his back towards you. And as you walk forward, he's kind of watching behind, shining the light. You're losing some of the light because it's not shining forward, but you still have enough to be able to kindly, to kind of see around you. You are kind of leading the way as you move through the old home of yours as you get to a doorway and you know that beyond this doorway was the central hangar where the dragons kind of did their work on their swoops. They kind of souped them up, did repairs, where they hung out, where they kind of cajoled before they would go out and do their business. As you kind of move closer to the door, you see that it is slightly blasted in, but still on its still on its rollers. As as in Star Wars, most of the doors kind of move forward and back as opposed to kind of opening up. So it's still kind of on his rollers. However, it does appear that it was closed and a blast from the opposite side kind of pushed it forward. Like toward me or away from me? Toward you. Okay. So, so a blast happened in the hangar area, pushing the door out towards you. All right. I'll take a deep breath. All right. Be as still as I can. Okay. And attempt to, like, will the door open? I mean, I know it's on its rollers, but... It might open. It depends on how much force you can act upon it. I will attempt to open the door and kind of... All right, make me a strength check. Um, Remy kind of looks at you. You want some help with that? Yes. Uh, Remy has a strength of 3D. What's your strength? 
<laughs> it's a 2D, but now it's a 1D because I'm down. All right, so uh, Remy Ashley grabs uh, grabs kind of the side of the door and says, hey, hold this. He'll slow. He'll put his blaster in his holster and hands the glow rod to you, and he's going to try to see if he can push this thing open. All right. He's got a 9, 10, 11, 12 on a roll that uh, is a moderate difficulty. So he kind of, he cracks it open just a little bit, but not enough to actually open the door. It's only open maybe two inches or so, and, and then it basically lodges. He can't push it anymore because the metal has been bent too much. All right. Um, I am going to at this point uh, drop danger sense. This might be a mistake, and use magnify senses for my sight. Okay. Um, do I have to roll for that? Yes, you do have to roll for that. What page is that on in the main book with the Millennium Falcon on the cover? One forty-six. All right, 146. All right, you wish to magnify your senses, and that is going to be a difficulty of very easy, modified by proximity. So what, so what are you trying to do with this? I'm actually just trying to see. I know that the rest of the tower is pitch black. Okay. Um... Or maybe not pitch back. There's no uh, artificial light okay. in the rest of the, the complex. So what I want is to magnify my senses to see if I can pick up any details through the small opening in the door Great. as to what's on the other side. All right. And the glow rod, glow rod will probably help you with that. So go ahead. I'm going to increase the difficulty by a D6, however. So it is very easy. So it's only a difficulty of one... Difficulty of five total. I am rolling three dice because my sense is 3D plus one. All right. So I have a 12. All right. So you definitely get the difficulty. The magnifying sense only lasts for about 15 seconds. Uh, in the book, it says three rounds. Around is about five seconds long, so it's basically a very quick kind of extension of your senses and then a retraction. You look into the hangar beyond from just the almost the slit of the door being open, and you see destroyed boxes. You see a shattered astromech droid. You see a couple oop bikes that have been highly modified but destroyed from some kind of explosion. You see dust and debris strewn across the floor. You see tools in disarray. You see the large hangar, and your senses are even heightened just a little bit more because there is a large hole in the ceiling that, that the starlight is shining into, and it just magn helps you magnify your sight even just a little bit more. You don't see really any movement. 
your eye catches a glimpse of once again maybe the small rodents kind of moving about but nothing else appears to be moving there's a slight breeze of maybe the dragon's tapestry kind of swaying back and forth in the in the hangar however nothing else appears to be moving and then your senses just pull back as the force takes you back to your equilibrium I'll just look up at Remy at this point what can we do to get in there I can try to find something to breach it with or you can cut the door open of course I can cut the door open I'll pull the (laughs) you're not as good as this as I thought you were as he kind of smiles at you I'll just kind of wink at him, and I'm out of practice. Well, understandable. And uh, he says, I'll cover your back. And he makes sure that his blaster is ready. He kind of positions himself along the doorway, uh, or sorry, along the hallway, so that he can kind of cover the area coming towards you, and then in a moment's notice, if need be, spin towards the door. So... Are you just going to pull out the lightsaber and cut? Or are you going to try to activate lightsaber combat for more damage? Because the door is a pretty solid door. I think I'll activate lightsaber combat um, to do more damage. I don't want to be standing here for 15 minutes with right. a welding torch. Okay. So Morgan kind of unclips the lightsaber from her belt. And you hear the snap hiss and the as the area, the white light of the glow rod is being invaded by the greenish white of Morgan's lightsaber. The hum as it is plunged into the doorway. Go ahead and roll me lightsaber combat. First, you must control your body. Okay. So you will make a control roll with the force. That would be 4D. And you don't have any powers up, right? No, I okay. do not. I so dropped it's, those, it's yeah. your four. And your control roll is a moderate difficulty, so you need an 11. And it looks like Morgan easily controls herself. Um, was that a 2? That was a 2. Yeah, because it's 11, 13, um, 17. 17. All right. You easily control yourself. You feel the extension of your body as you push your control of your body through your lightsaber and the both of you become one. Now go ahead and make an easy sense roll. Difficulty of six. As you use your lightsaber, expand out. 11. Okay. 12. Now, this Sorry. is a interesting point because I do lightsaber combat a little bit differently. I do it as if you are using too much force against a living person that that might be a dark side act. So, because I kind of make it a little bit more strict in the light and the dark side, then 
I allow lightsaber combat to be changed. The amount of dice you use with control for damage should be changed at the beginning of the round instead of being static through the whole time. So how much damage do you want your control to add to your lightsaber damage? You can do up to all of your control dice. It's just the door? It's just the door at this point. I will do... How much damage does my lightsaber do? I'm sorry. Your lightsaber does 5D damage. The door is a pretty hard metal door. So to kind of help you out, if it's just the door, I would say you would be fine to do all of your control. I thought so, but I want to make sure that... um... Okay, yeah. All right, so how much... uh, The door's not dodging you. I'm not going to have you roll to hit the door. You plunge your lightsaber into it. There is a John Williams force uh, music in the background as you start to see the door start to heat up kind of in the first movie in uh, the beginning of The Phantom Menace. With Qui-Gon Jinn, you see the door start to heat up as you're just kind of moving the lightsaber around. Go ahead and roll damage. I am rolling nine dice. Alright. Um, do wild dice explode during this? I forget. Nope. Two, All right, you take the time and you make a large loop through the door. You are being aided by the age and the damage that the door is already sustained. But after a few moments, the John Williams score kind of fades into the background as you are able to kind of you have telekinesis as a, as a force power. So even without just rolling, you kind of pull the lightsaber out and just kind of push your hand on a cool area of the door. Just kind of use the force to kind of telekinetically just kind of push the door open as the burned out area kind of just juts about an inch or two forward and falls to the ground. Remy immediately turns and kind of Forces the glow rod kind of through the door with kind of looking around with his blaster. All right. Um, Well, now that it's out, I'm going to leave. I'm going to, like, turn it off. I'm going to deignite it. I don't know what the Deactivate it? Okay. Um, (laughs) But I'm going to keep it in my hand. Okay. And... Is he going through the door, or is he just, like... He's kind of looking at you. He's waiting for you. He he does kind of motion that you want him to be the first through the door, which he is totally fine with. He kind of does this motion. He's standing by the door. Um, I'm trying to think here. Um, yeah, he's tougher than me, even with the lightsaber, so I'll let him go through, and then I will follow shortly, be, uh, like, closely behind. Okay. He easily kind of swings his leg uh, past the door frame, pulls himself through, and immediately just kind of takes a position beside the door. 
kind of scans and kind of looks back at you very quickly and says, clear, except for the droid. 